Hi guys, welcome to the fifth episode of Advice You Didn't Ask For with Rebecca Snyder. That's me, I'm Rebecca Snyder. Actually, you know, the person sitting next to me is named Rebecca Snyder. If you're watching the visual version, there is no person sitting next to me. It's just my imaginary best friend. My name is Billie Jean. Welcome to my podcast. I'm currently filming in a new location. So yes, I'm sorry there is an echo. I'm currently dog sitting. I can't really do much about the echo. Now, besides the stupid echo and my imaginary friend, if you enjoy your stay here, don't forget to follow, subscribe, whatever it is for podcasts. Also, don't forget to rate and review because that would mean a lot and it would help a lot with my podcast. So today's topic, we are going to be doing a girl talk episode. If you did not see the title of today's video, we are going to be talking about sex and virginity. I know, an intense topic. I know this topic can be a sensitive topic for a lot of people or just a topic that you're not comfortable with yet. If that is so, go ahead and listen to one of my other episodes or go watch one of my other YouTube videos. You can skip this one. I won't be hurt. It is up to what you are comfortable with and up to your own preferences. Disclaimer, this video is going to be a mature conversation between me and whoever is listening or watching this video. So if the word sex makes you uncomfortable or the thought of the word makes you huh, giggle. This video is not for you. This episode is going to be a serious conversation. It's a serious topic. And this topic is not really PG-13. So, you know, disclaimer. With all of that being said, let's jump into today's topic. Now, as being a previous virgin, you know, I was a virgin in my day. I'm only 21, but you know. <laughs> I know that there's a reason you're watching this video. You are watching this video because you have so many questions swirling around that little brain of yours. You know, like, is it gonna hurt? Will I bleed? And if so, is it embarrassing? Is that natural? My school was the school that told you, if you don't wanna get pregnant, abstinence. No sex for you. They did not teach us shit about condoms. They did not teach us shit about safe sex. They did not teach us shit about sex and virginity and all of that shit. And that just left me with a shit ton of questions that I was way too embarrassed to ask because I was like, uh, I don't want to be the only person raising my hand and asking, uh, will I bleed? Is it gonna hurt? You know, how the fuck, what the fuck is a condom? You know, my school is not wrong. You know, abstinence is a way to avoid pregnancy, but that does not really explain much in the way of sexy time. For me, up until I was like 13 or 14, I thought sex was this big, bad, scary thing that should be avoided like the plague. I just thought it was this adult act that adults did and teenagers and kids should not do it because bad. Sex equals bad. If you want to have sex at like 16, go for it because that's the legal age of consent. We have to be good adults here and I have to explain, you know, legal age of consent, 16, you should wait, but y'all will do as you please. If you want to wait till you're 18, you're 21, you're 57, you're 69, then wait. If you want to wait till marriage, then wait. If you want to go have sex with the first random hot guy that you see at a party or see anywhere, then do it as long as you're safe and you're protecting yourself 
freaking do it. The first thing that I want to go over is virginity in a big sense is a made up concept. A lot of people when thinking about losing their virginity, they think about, you know, a wee wee going into a flower and they have intercourse. But you know, that's not always the case. Virginity holds so many different meanings for so many different people. And it honestly is like a very complex term. A lot of people will say losing your virginity is when your cherry is popped. But I don't back that. You can pop your cherry by doing things like gymnastics, horseback riding, intense exercise. It does not just have to come from intercourse. It can literally come from intense exercising. You could pop your own cherry. And I also want to address the fact that this popping of a cherry that's a myth okay like that's that's a myth your hymen which is you know this cherry that a lot of guys like to refer to is stretchy tissue that is situated at the opening of your vag and this stretchy tissue it can stretch or tear when you have intercourse for the first time, but it's not like you're losing anything or something is disappearing after you have sex. It's not like your hymen's gonna go suck up your vagina and it's not like you're losing something, like something's gonna come out of your vag. There's number one, nothing popping. Nothing is popping. There's not gonna be like a an audible pop when you're having sex. Ugh, I just hate that term because it gives men so much control over just like the concept of virginity. Like they're taking something from you. Like, no, you're not taking anything from me. You're not popping my cherry. Gymnastics did that for me, okay? I just, I just hate that term. Now, some of you might be like, well, Miss Rebecca, Miss Teach, hello. I am not a cisgendered human or I'm not straight. So how does this virginity concept work with me? I just want to say that it's up to you. It's up to you what you're going to consider losing your virginity for the first time is. Some people will say, oh, any form of penetration, whether, you know, fingers or a toy is losing your virginity, you know, with like female on female because there's not going to be a pee pee going in a cooch. What about oral sex? You know, some people might consider oral sex to be losing their virginity. The definition of virginity honestly just comes down to what you want it to be. Another thing that I feel like is important to go over is there is no right way to have sex. Something that you need to realize is that your sexual experience for the first time or even for the hundredth time is going to be different from Billy Bob's or Mary Lou's or your friends or whoever's. Your first time or your hundredth time is going to be different than everyone else's. And the pains and the pleasures that come with sex again, are going to differ from person to person. So, you know, that just kind of means there's no right way to be having sex. And you could even break it down further, especially for women. There are mental and physical aspects that are happening during sex that are gonna change from time to time, from partner to partner, from experience to experience. And I'll say it again, there's no right way to be having sex. I mean, consensually is the right way. As long as you and your partner are comfortable, you're being safe, you both gave consent, then there's no right way to be doing it. Just have fun. Just 
do what feels right. Now to piggyback off of that, I do want to talk about like differences in sex. Not everyone bleeds. If you do, like I discussed before, it's probably because, you know, your hymen stretched or teared, which is normal. Bleeding is normal during sex. And if you don't bleed, that means that you probably tore or stretched your hymen doing other activities. You could bleed, you might not bleed. Sex can cause pain or physical discomfort. Let me explain a little bit deeper. Men are simple creatures, okay? They see boobies and the peepee goes boing. They're, they're simple creatures, okay? Whereas for women, we need more than just like a visual stimulation to become aroused, which in turn, if not aroused enough, can cause pain or discomfort during sex. Before sex, you're gonna need kind of like a warm up per se, foreplay, like kissing, exploring each other's bodies, maybe some dirty talking, stuff like that. During this warm up, you know, is when our bodies get ready to have intercourse. So for a man, that's when they become erect. And for women, that's when we naturally lubricate our vages. However, as a woman, the not so simple part to that is that we might not become aroused as quickly as our partner does. For us females, it might take a little bit more foreplay or a little bit more just warm up for us to become aroused enough to be comfortable having sex. But that's kind of like the tricky part for your first time. You don't know if you are aroused enough. You don't know if you need more foreplay. You don't know any of that stuff. So I will just say no natural lubrication or lubrication of any kind causes friction, which will cause pain. And if you're not fully aroused enough or you don't know, don't be embarrassed. Just slow your partner down and say like, hey, I think I need a little more attention before we go into having intercourse. There's no rush. There's no need for concern. Slow your partner down and take it at the speed that you need, that you are ready for. And if you're not sure, then you know, you could try having sex. And if it becomes uncomfortable, let your partner know. And you could either add in store-bought <laughs> lubrication, or you could do some more foreplay, some more warm-up, talk to your partner. There's nothing to be scared about. There's no rush. Take your time, do what feels right. Another thing that is very, very, very important, and I want this to stick in your brain, you are 100% allowed to change your mind whenever you want. You could be, butt cheeks swaying into the world, fully butt naked, making out, about to do the deed, and then all of a sudden you think, I don't wanna do this tonight, I don't think I'm ready. That is okay, please just like understand that that is okay. That is 100% okay. You could be like right about to do it, and then you suddenly think, wait, I'm not ready. I need more time or I need to slow this down. It is okay to change your mind. Sex is such an intimate thing and you should not be doing it if you are not ready. You could also be in the middle of having sex, especially for the first time. And you could suddenly think, wait, I don't want to do this anymore. Or wait, this hurts too much. It really does not matter how far you have gone. All that matters is that you're comfortable, okay? So stop if you need to. As much as social media likes to pressure us into thinking that there is, there is no timeline that you need to follow. As a female, 
There is a pressing question always on our minds. Am I ready to have sex? There's an even more pressing pressure on that question if you are in a relationship because i know some of you might be thinking like oh i'm in a relationship i feel like i owe my partner some sex or i owe my partner something sexual and to that i will first off say you don't know anybody's sex ever never absolutely never you never owe anybody sex i don't care if it is your one year anniversary your fucking wedding night i don't care i don't care you never owe anybody sex. With that being said, don't let this pressure consume you, okay? There is not going to be a sign that pops up and all of a sudden a big neon lights is like, you're ready for sex, you're ready for sex. There's not gonna be that. So stop looking for it, okay? You will feel it. You'll feel when you're ready. Or maybe you won't. So don't try to follow other people's timelines. I literally didn't lose my virginity until I was 18 and I'm pretty sure I was the last person in my friend group to lose my virginity. If I had followed their timelines, I would have lost my virginity like way fucking earlier. But I wasn't following no one's timeline. Nothing felt right with anybody. So I wasn't gonna do it. So I waited and I followed what felt right for me and what felt good for my timeline. Something that I also think is important to keep in mind, um, it's going to be awkward the first time. You've probably seen movies or TV shows or heard about all of these like stories about how perfect your first time is gonna be and now your head's full of all of these unrealistic unobtainable fantasies and now you're feeling this unbearable pressure to know what you're doing sex for the first time is going to be clumsy and awkward especially if both of you are virgins especially if both of you have no freaking idea what you are doing. You and your partner don't know each other's bodies. You don't know what you do like and what you don't like. You don't know what feels good and what doesn't feel good. You don't really know each other. It's gonna take time to get the hang of it and get used to it, which means there are probably gonna be some awkward and clumsy moments. Expect them, be okay with them. They're natural, they happen. I've had a few partners in my days and sometimes I don't even know what I'm doing, okay? Sometimes things are just really awkward with a new person and you don't know what you're doing and things just don't like, there's no groove yet. Sometimes it just takes time to get into a groove. Even if you've had sex a million bajillion times, because not every partner is gonna be the same. Not everyone's gonna like the same thing the last person liked. So there's definitely gonna be a time, especially for your first time, where it's gonna be awkward. For the love of God, for the love of Satan, for the love of whoever, pee after sex. Thank me later, okay? Pee after sex. People like myself always get urinary tract infections after having sex. Like no matter how clean my partner and I are, I always get UTIs after having sex if I do not pee. When you are having the sexy time, you are pushing germs and bacteria up into your vag and you know, that can cause some painful UTIs. If you pee after sex, you are essentially like flushing out the germs and heavily lessening your chance of getting a UTI. I personally say pee within 20 minutes to 30 if you have to push it after having sex. Like don't wait to pee after 20 to 30 minutes after having it. Like pee as 
quickly after as you can. After my first time, I didn't know shit about UTIs. I didn't know they were a thing. And so I had sex for the first time. And then the next day I wake up with the most painful schmegma going on down there. And I'm like, I'm dying. This is it. This guy poisoned my vagina and now I'm dying. This is God killing me for giving into the temptation of premarital sex. I'm dying. But really it was, you know, a UTI because I didn't pee after sex. I, you, I, I make sure to pee after sex, whether I have to actually pee or not. I, my ass is staying on that toilet until I've pissed. I've literally had guys bring me bottles or cups of water that I will chug and I will make them keep bringing me water that I chug until I piss. My ass is not getting off that toilet until I piss. I am not risking getting a UTI. No, thank you. Uh -uh. I also will say that like I even pee after doing finger stuff or toy stuff. I will not risk getting a UTI. This is something that I would like to stress, okay? You probably will not orgasm the first time. Don't put that expectation on yourself. From doing some research, partly for my own self, but also because of like this video, a lot of women just don't orgasm in general. Like they have trouble orgasming just in general, whether it's their first time or their 10 millionth time, they have trouble orgasming, which then causes all this like mental stress up in your brain. For me, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, why is my vagina broken? What is wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? Not orgasming can cause a lot of stress and trouble in the bed, but just know that number one, for the first time, you're probably not going to. It's natural, it's fine. Number two, a lot of women just don't orgasm in general. One, because men are fucking stupid. Like, let me just put that out there, okay? Maybe rubbing your, your thigh thinking it's your fucking clitoris. But also there's just the fact that like, sometimes it can be harder to orgasm from sex or orgasm with another person. So don't stress about it. I will say like, the more you explore each other, the more you get to know each other, the more you take the time to realize what you do and you don't like, it will become easier. Now, I mean, if the guy or even the girl, you know, like it could go both ways, are just trying to get themselves off and they don't even care about your own pleasure, then fuck them, goodbye, absolutely not. Bye, out of my life forever, you're done. Now here are some first timer tips and or thoughts, whether it's your first first time or your first time with a new partner or you just need a refresher. Sexual attraction does not always equal emotional connection. You could have a sexual attraction towards someone, but that does not mean that you will have an emotional connection with them. Keep her clean. And I'm not talking about like waxing, shaving. Some men love to explore the forest, okay? That's not the type of cleaning I'm talking about. I'm talking about cleaning her up after sex. Now you can go to the bathroom. If you're at your own house, you could use like a face towel or a hand towel or something that's like soft and you clean her up with some water. Don't use soap because she's self-cleaning, but like clean her up with some water, go pee, clean her up. Your sister is sensitive. You wanna make sure that she's okay and you want to make sure that she is not gonna get a UTI. Talking about sex before you do the deed, really does help bring down the anxiety of it. So that means talking about your anxieties, talking about your limits, talking about what you like. If you don't know what you like, then tell them. Talk about like, I don't know what I like. Can you help me figure out what I like? It's very important to be open and honest and communicating. That is one of the best and most key ways of making sure that your sexual experience is going to be good. Porn 
is not what your first time is going to be like or like your hundredth time is going to be like porn is made to look good to visually stimulate you not all of us can get owen grays or johnny sims in our life for our first times or even for like our hundredth times so, you know, sexy time is not gonna be like what you see in porn or in the movies. On top of that, this is a little side rant. Porn is centered around men. Porn is made for men. Porn is made to look good for what the male audience wants and made to feel good for the male actors. So that's, that's the tea on Girl Talk episode number three about sexy time and the made-up concept of virginity. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of Girl Talk. Stay safe out there, people. Have a good rest of your day. Drink some water. See you later. Have a good rest of your day. Uh, goodbye.